Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Citizen Dame, the podcast where we're all quarantined, and you are too. At least you better be. If you are not quarantined right now, you go back inside, you sit down on your couch, you turn on Netflix, and you just stay there until you're told that it's okay to leave. Uh, also, wash your hands. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm Lauren Humphreys Brooks. Uh, with me at a respectable social distance is Karen Peterson. Hello. Yes, stay six feet away from me, Lauren. 3,000 <laughs> miles and six feet. And six feet. <laughs> oh my god. So, so today we're, we just wanted to record a short little bonus episode to kind of talk about some fun things, some things that like movies and or even even books and stuff like that that are getting you through um, being quarantined, being socially distanced, uh, basically having to sit on your couch for long periods of time, which really sh- which for so long has been all of our dreams. And now we're just like, no, not like this. <laughs> this is, this is not I what I meant. Uh, but we're going to make some of our own suggestions and also please get at us with, with yours because, you know, everybody has comfort viewings in different ways. We all experience this stuff differently. I think it's really valuable for all of us to come together and to talk to one another and, and to hear human voices and be reminded that there are other people out there and they're all going through much of the same stuff that we are. So how are you doing, Karen? You know, I'm doing okay. I had a little bit of a mini meltdown last night and I was thinking about being away from other humans for months possibly and I live alone so that's a little bit weird I mean I guess the alternative is having to be stuck with the same person forever and if you guys fight then there's nowhere to go (laughs) but it's a little bit weird it's just me and my bunny and he's not young so (laughs) he's very old and very grumpy and uh, (laughs) so it's yeah, so I kind of melted down a little bit, but this today I saw some of my colleagues at work. I had to go pick up some things, and it was like, all right, we're we're making plans. We're getting through this, and we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm doing all right. I think that I think that we're all kind of going up and down a lot. Uh, you know, had had, a, had some difficult times, but also. Uh, it was very exciting today. My roommate came back from the grocery and he was like, we have toilet paper. And that somehow just like made me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All is right in the world if you can wipe your butt. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't know. Like our, our grocery store has calmed down. We're very lucky in that um, a lot of the, the basic amenities. So like the grocery store is right across the street from us. So we don't have to walk several blocks in order to get there. We can we can go across fairly easily. Um, and they've been, you know, really proactive in, in restocking and everything. But it, it was much calmer today. Uh, than it has been, which I think says that people are relaxing a little bit. They're not panic buying as much. There's a little bit more time to kind of just be like, all right, this is the situation. Now we're going to have to deal with it. Um, so, so yeah, but it's tough. It's, you know, it's not going to be easy. I think that many of us are very concerned, but we're all going to get through it. And we're going to watch a lot of stuff because there is very little else to do. So much stuff. I've already watched an entire season of a show and like six movies. And yeah. And I've talked a lot to friends. I've talked to people on the phone that I haven't actually had conversations with in ages. 
because now we're just like, I just want to talk to a person and you're available. So it's been kind of nice to catch up with people. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and also you, you have an immediate excuse, just like, Oh, I'm checking to see if you're okay. (laughs) Like, how are things? (laughs) Are you doing all right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. So, so do you want to start Karen? What are like some, what's a film that right now that just helps you, makes you feel better is a good distraction uh, from the madness that is currently surrounding us. Oh man. Um, so last night I actually, cause I, I reactivated my Criterion channel subscription. Um, yeah. So thankfully uh, I did that. Um, of course, because I already had a subscription, I wasn't eligible for the two free weeks, but I was like, that's okay. I'm going to pay for this anyway. Who cares? Um, so, but last night I, I was sad about baseball and, um, about there being no baseball currently. Yeah. And I watched Kill the Umpire, which you mentioned on our last <laughs> regular episode. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, oh, what the heck? I'm going to watch it. And it was so funny. And it, it just, it's like really silly and goofy, but it, it really just made me happy. And it was just something just a little light and, and just fun. I had it on while I was making dinner. It was just like, oh, I can do this. This is all right. I'm so glad. I really enjoyed that movie. It reminded me, it's very much a, a baseball movie for baseball fans. It really because, is. Yeah. Yeah. It really taps into that sensation of just like, because I think that all of us, whether we've gone to games or, or watched on TV at home, like you're just like, that was a terrible call. Kill the umpire. <laughs> umpire is awful. Umpire, that was wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and you see, so you get that, that kind of sensation, I think, from that mm-hmm. film. You get the same sort of energy. Yeah, and what I like about it, too, is that it's like, so often, we complain about what other people are doing, but when you flip and suddenly you're in their shoes, it helps you realize, like, oh, actually, this thing that they've been doing that I've been mad about it is kind of hard and that's what the movie is about this guy who mm. always is complaining about the empires becomes one and then he gets he's the one that's getting the complaints and and uh and those like death threats and things and it's just <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's funny to talk about death threats in a humorous setting but but it is it, it is and it just kind of filled the void a little bit while baseball's not here yeah, and actually Criterion has a couple of films, baseball films, that they recently mm-hmm. put on. I, In anticipation, obviously, of, of baseball season, which right. is now not not quite so certain no more. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but they also have, I think they've got Angels in the Outfield, uh, which is loads of fun. They have Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Um, I don't know if they have Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees always made me mad when I was a kid, Um because at that point I didn't understand that the Yankees were hated. Because <laughs> uh, I, gr- I grew up in, in New York, like my household, we were Yankees fans. Like that's what we were. It's just like, yeah, everybody loves the Yankees. The Yankees are great. And so I never understood that like, oh, the, the Yankees are like hated by everybody else. Okay. Much. Yep. <laughs> um, but to me, Yankees is, is a good musical. Like it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a very enjoyable baseball musical. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I've only, I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen that start to finish. I know I've watched parts of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole movie. So that's definitely one I'm going to seek out. If it's not on Criterion, I will find it somewhere. I don't think that it's on Criterion, but it's probably rentable on like Amazon or someplace like that. Most of those kinds of films are. 
Yeah. Um, well, all right. I, I will make I will make a suggestion of of one that always makes me feel good about humanity, and and also just makes me feel good about the interconnectedness of humanity, and that is playtime, which is uh, widely considered to be Jacques Tati's um, kind of masterpiece. Um, and anyone who doesn't know Tati, Tati was a French director uh, working primarily in the 1950s and 60s. Um, and he was, he was initially basically a stage clown and he did a very, uh, um, he did a couple of very funny shorts, uh, as a younger man. But then as he got a little bit older, he was really fascinated by, um, by what was, what cinema was capable of, the kind of humor that cinema was capable of and the humor of modern life and playtime basically, uh, has a very sparse plot but is is essentially like the humor of the mechanization of life, the humor, the coming together of uh, different people from different places, from different walks of life in the city of Paris. And how, and like these funny sight gags, uh, funny sounds, like all of this kind of thing. And it all climaxes at this half hour, the final half hour of the film all takes place at this one um restaurant that has a horrible opening night and it just gets progressively worse and progressively funnier as pretty much everything begins falling apart it's it's an incredibly funny film and it really by the end of the film you just feel uplifted you just feel like that humanity is good and that there is there's humor and there's there's distance as a result of mechanization but there's also a lot of humor to be found in it and that humanity will will really find their way back to each other no matter what we can throw at one another. And so I really recommend it for, to people. It's a gorgeous film. It's a very gentle film. There's no, it, like, there's nothing particularly serious in it. Um, and it's, it's just incredibly well-made and I do think it will make you feel good about people. So that's, that's, that's on Criterion. That sounds awesome. I'm going to add that to my watch list because I have not seen that before. So that's uh, all good. of Tetsu's, all of Tati's films are great. There's also another one called um, uh, that's that's on Criterion now called uh, Monsieur Hulot's Holiday, which is a much which is much more about the, the this particular persona that that Tati cultivated on screen. Um, but I, I playtime you have to you have to let yourself get into the rhythm of it. But it's it's a it's a wonderful film. It really is. Awesome. So, do you have another recommendation? So I I mentioned that I watched an entire season of a show and it was actually it's I guess they're technically considering it a drama series even though there's only one season planned and that is The Outsider on HBO. It stars Ben Mendelsohn and Cynthia Erivo who I adore and um it's based on a Stephen King novel. It's it's a little hard to describe it without being spoilery, but basically there are these murders happening um, in different places. The first episode starts with the murder of a little boy in this town, and the person that did it, everybody identifies, or there's witnesses, and there's all kinds of physical evidence that identifies a character played by Jason Bateman. The problem is that that character, that person, I can't think of, oh, Terry Maitland is his name, um, Terry was away at a conference 60 miles away, and there is evidence to prove that he was there, physical and circumstantial. So 
he can't be in two places at once. And this launches this weird investigation, which of course it's Stephen Stephen King, so it gets a little bit um, paranormal. But uh, Cynthia Revo plays this person who's um, I'm not sure how to describe her character. It's not really psychic. That's not the right word for it. But she definitely has some um, supernatural sensitivities. And she's really interesting and really great performance from her. She's a lot of fun. Ben Mendelsohn's a lot of fun. Um, Mayor Winningham is in it. Julianne Nicholson. There's really great performers. And it's it's fascinating. I don't think it's necessarily the very, very best translation of Stephen King work. But I think it's really good. And it definitely kept me going the whole... Like, I just... I had to space it out because I was like, I've got a lot of time. I don't want to watch all ten episodes in one day. So I took... I took about five days to watch it, and I just kind of paced myself and finished it last night, and I enjoyed every minute of it. That sounds like fun. I've heard good things about that show. Yeah. And I was like, do I have a crush on Ben Mendelsohn? <laughs> or am I just cooped up a lot? <laughs> I definitely have I a think... crush on Cynthia Erivo, that's for sure. <laughs> I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that over the coming weeks as everyone is just like, do I really feel like this or do am I just starved for human contact? Like, <laughs> my friends said that my friends at the online dating apps, their memberships have already skyrocketed because people are already feeling lonely. <laughs> it's just like, there, oh, there was be interesting. I, I will I'll have to find the tweet again because I, I loved it, but it is not it is not my original idea. But there was someone that tweeted just like, okay, you know, you know who's going to be having a really hard time with all of this? Dudes on dating apps. Because now there is no hooking up. Like, <laughs> no, you've got to woo me, motherfucker. You've got, I want some motherfucking poetry right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, that's so, it's so true. But I think that also this forces people to tap into that side of them. And it's not that people are not capable of that anymore. It's just that they haven't had to be. They haven't had to use those creative brain cells. And now they're, they're going to have to. And I, I think this is actually not that I wish a pandemic on the world, but I think that if we look for some good things... This is giving us an opportunity to just kind of reset, recharge, um, pull back from some of the things that really aren't that important and get back to the basics. And it's sort of a, you know, make lemonade out of lemons situation because this isn't good. This is this is really terrible and it's tragic and lots of people are dying. But if it means that I can find ways to reconnect with myself and reconnect with my family and friends, then... I mean, that's a that's a good thing. That's positive. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I think there there are always good things to come out of something like this. And that, that's not saying that you want something like this to happen, but you do have to find the positive things that are happening. And, and I agree. I think that that's one of them that you can't date. You can't go out on a date right now. So you can't hook up with someone right now. So you, the only way to have that kind of connection with someone is to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that and that's that's something that in, in some ways we've lost in a lot of ways. And so maybe we'll be able to regain that to be like, Hey, this is actually really nice. This maybe we should have been doing this the entire time. You know? Yeah. It's funny. There's actually a movie I saw at Sundance, which apparently was the last, the first and last big event of the year. Maybe um, this is this weird. This year's going weird, but um, there's a movie I saw at Sundance called save yourselves, 
which I think I talked about it on an episode a couple weeks yeah. ago, where it's it's about this couple that realizes they're too reliant on technology, they've gotten really disconnected from each other, they go off the grid, and then aliens invade the planet, and they have, they're completely cut off from all civilization. And it's a really funny movie, but, I mean, it's kind of... The gist of it is about finding ways to reconnect. Now, granted, it's helpful that we do have technology, and I think that it's interesting to see the ways that people are using it, but the message is still there. Like, this is a time when we can't do certain things. This is a great time to reconnect with each other in the ways that we can. Yeah, we all have to find ways to cope, and and that's a very good way. It might actually bring us closer together as a society in its own weird way. Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about TV series, so so I wanted to mention a couple of mine that are just, like, these These are ones, some of these I've actually watched multiple times, because I'm just like, oh, it makes me feel so warm and safe. One of them is the Poirot, Agatha Christie's Poirot TV series, um, starring David Suchet. Most of the episodes are available on Amazon Prime. Uh, I believe that there are a number that are also available on BritBox. You can rent them. They're also you can also obtain them in in less sterling ways. So I would just say mm-hmm. that that's that's all. But there, it's a really wonderful series. It's very particularly the early episodes are fairly short. They're light. They're just these very enjoyable puzzle box mysteries. Um, and David Suchet is the perfect Poirot. He's hilarious. He's he's charming. Uh, I particularly like the episodes with him and Captain Hastings and Miss Lemon. Uh, it's it's a really just wonderful, very reassuring show. It has a nice rhythm to it. Uh, and the other one I wanted to mention was Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Um, and the, the film is actually coming out, I think, shortly. Oh. Uh, and this this is a, a TV series that stars Essie Davis, who we all know from uh, uh, The Babadook, mm-hmm. as this flapper who essentially winds, she winds up in Australia where she kind of begins to form this makeshift family. This is post World War One. And she begins to have this kind of cute romance with the with the local detective and she she solves mysteries. Mysteries come to her and she solves them in a very and sometimes in very funny and ridiculous ways. But it's again it's a very entertaining show. It's very light, it's very sweet. There's great characters um, and this wonderful kind of building of this family that surrounds her. And it's also this badass woman who, like, she she's very, she's sexually promiscuous and she loves it. And she's very happy about it. Um, and it's it's an adorable show. And I, I, I'm this close to, like, getting uh, Acorn TV again <laughs> solely to see the movie because they're releasing the movie on there. But it is available on Amazon Prime. And it's also available via Acorn. And it's... The first series also might be available on um, via BritBox, so it's it's a good show. I really recommend just people seeking it out and and enjoying it. Cool, that sounds fun. I think this is also a really great time to uh, catch up on or rewatch um, Schitt's Creek and What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, and I mean. Shit's Creek is almost over. There's only, I think, two episodes left, which just mm-hmm. kills me. It makes me so sad, but it's so good. I'm really loving the way that they're taking this final season, and it really does feel like 
they're getting ready to say goodbye in a good way, and I'm really excited about that. And then, of course, season two of What We Do in the Shadows starts April 15th, and, uh, I mean, that's going to be amazing, too. I can't wait for that. Yeah, we're going to need that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I need I need my Nadia. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would help. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so be prepared for lots of memes from me. Of just the random, funny, hilarious stuff that Nadia says. <laughs> Did you have another film you wanted to recommend? Um, let's see. Let me think. What else? Let me pull up my list. I'm actually keeping a letterboxed list that I'm going to keep um, updated. Oh, actually, I had a question for you. What's the last movie you saw at the theater? Uh, the Invisible Man. Hey, there you go, which is going to be available for rent. Uh, is it next week or this week? I don't even know. Uh, Soon. I want to, I want to, I think it's the end, I think it's like the 21st, so that's what? Saturday? Sun, Saturday, yeah, I think so. Cool. I think so, and then Birds of Prey is going to be available on the 24th. Yeah, which is awesome. And then, um, yeah, no... My last movie that I saw in the theater, and no, I did not plan this because I did not know that after Saturday morning they were going to shut down the movie theaters across the country, but my last movie in the theater was Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> like, remember I kept saying on our last episode that I was going to go see it that day, and that ended up being mm-hmm. the last movie I saw in the theater, and I was just like, oh, this is kind of fitting. It is available to rent and to own, so if you haven't watched it or you want to watch it again, I mean, talk about a comfort movie. It's it goes through happy and sad things, but it's such a it it just leaves you with such a message of positivity and hope. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a balm that I really needed and I'm sure I'll be watching that movie many more times in the weeks to come. There's a lot of hope for humanity in that film. There is. Sitting late. Yeah. And that and that we can't give up that hope. Even in very dark times. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's important. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because last night I posted a link to the song Everything's Not Awesome from Lego Movie 2. And I said, this is Twitter's current mood right now. And I think a few people just were taking it by the Everything's Not Awesome part. And someone else said, yeah, but, you know, this is a good time for us to come together. And I said, well, why don't you listen to the lyrics, listen to the song? Because that's exactly what it talks about is like... This is depressing and this all sucks, but hey, you know what? We're in it together and we'll get through this. And it's actually a very positive song. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, Anything else? On on the well, on the topic of that, I've got a number of films that all of them for very different reasons. But on the topic of that, um, I did want to recommend another film that to me just it, it says good things about people and about what really matters. Um, and that's a movie called You Can't Take It With You from 1938. Yes. It is, it's rentable. Oh, good. You've seen it? I have. Yeah. It's, it's rentable on Amazon. It's a Frank Capra film stars, um, Lionel Barrymore and, uh, Gina Arthur and Jimmy Stewart and a whole bunch of, of wonderful character actors, uh, from the 1930s. Very young Ann Miller. I think it was her first role. She doesn't, she hardly dances or she dances, she dances, but badly. <laughs> uh, and, and it's, but it's a, 
a wonderful film. It's about um, basically it's it's about a family that is sort of seeking ways to live uh, according to what they actually want to do versus constantly making money and constantly kind of striving to make more and more money. And the uh, the one of the granddaughters of Lionel Barrymore, who's kind of the, the patriarch of this entire family, falls in love with the son of a major uh, banker who is, of course, constantly money, the banker is constantly money-grubbing and just wants more and more power and wants to develop things and wants to build munitions factories and buy up, uh, you know, whole blocks of residential neighborhoods to turn them into factories. And, and it's about kind of working through some of that, about working through this difference in, not just in class, but in outlook, in the way that we, that what we choose to, to value and why we choose to value it and how it's far more important to have friends and to have people that you're close to and your family uh, than it is to, you know, constantly be accruing more and more and more money. And it's it talks about that, that, you know, sit down and play the harmonica every once in a while, that that's actually important in life and it's important for humanity and, and it's important for us as individuals and us as a society. It's a it's a beautiful film. It's very funny. Uh, it's one of the few films I just go to every time I feel really bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's okay. You know, Lionel Barrymore is, is just going to say, well, we just hope the, that we keep our health and that we continue to survive. And that, that really is what's so important about it. it so is. it is rentable on Amazon and I think on YouTube and a couple of other places. Uh, it should be on Criterion. I don't know why it's not Criterion. Well, it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what they what they add and what, what, what some of the streaming services nab because of the fact that like, they've got a lot of eyeballs on them now, a lot of people with nowhere else to go. So um, yeah, like it's, it's interesting. Cause yeah, Criterion extended their seven day trial. Now it's 14. Shutter has a th 30 day trial um, for free. So people are, are saying like, Hey, come watch our service. But I think that there's going to be, even more titles available as as uh, people are just sitting at home. My my like probably one of the movies I've watched more than any other that just always makes me feel really happy when I just need a pick me up is The Wedding Singer. I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cute. I mean, I grew up in the eighties, so it's totally it's like a loving mockery of how silly and goofy the 80s were and it just it always makes me happy and I love it's like when Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore were just at their best and it's the best movie of the two of them together and they've done a, they've done I think three together and it's the I mean great soundtrack I love every song in that movie and it's just, it's so delightful and I love the old grandma <laughs> when she starts rapping like it's that's just a movie that always makes me feel really good uh, yeah I did I did want to I did want to say two more films that are very closely related to each other one of which most people have seen the other one maybe not so much but Clue yes, yes. I mean you know Talk about people being trapped in a house. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. Uh, but it's hilarious. It is. It's full of wonderful actors. Tim Curry is absolutely at the top of his form, 
And it's a wonderful, both a parody of a whodunit and actually a really good mystery. Like it's very, it's a well-constructed film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's, it's just some of the funniest things like <laughs> metal and con and some curry and, uh, um, Oh man, Michael Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else is in that? El- um, not Ellen Burstyn. Um, El- oh my gosh. Mrs. No, no, Peacock. you're talking. Mrs. Though. Peacock. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Oh man. Um, Eileen Brennan. Yes. Eileen Brennan. Um, um, Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren. Uh, I think that's most of them. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie so much. It's so funny. It's um that is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes. And the the other film that is very closely related to that, that fewer people have seen, although some of you might have, um, is Murder by Death. Uh, it's a 1976 film that is, again, it's a parody of the whodunit genre. It's basically, this, the, the backstory is that, again, people trapped in a house, but the backstory is that um, all of these different detectives have been invited to this one house. Uh, in order to solve the murder of their host. And it's it's got Peter Falk playing a parody of Sam Spade. It's got um, uh, David Niven and Maggie Smith playing parodies of Nick and Nora Charles. Uh, it has, who else is in it? Um, Oh, uh, some, somewhat offensively, Peter Sellers playing <laughs> playing a Charlie Chan parody. <laughs> Oops. Uh, well, but at the same time, you know, Charlie Chan was pretty offensive, so you <laughs> you have to kind of take it take it as you will. Uh, Elsa Lanchester is basically playing Miss Marple. Like it is a very very it's again very similar to Clue. It is based on a, a Neil Simon script. Uh, I think Eileen Brennan is in that one too, actually. <laughs> um, and and it's it's very funny. Uh, Truma Capote is in it, like oh my he gosh. plays a character. Uh, 1976. It is rentable on Amazon. It is uh, particularly if you like whodunits and if you like any like the hard boiled detective stories or things like that. Um, you really have a lot of fun with it. Yes, ignore some of the m- more problematic racial stuff uh just be reminded that charlie chan was played by a white guy uh in most of his films so that's kind of what they're doing there uh although it doesn't always land but it's a it's a lovely film and very much in this kind of genre we're all trapped inside anyways so (laughs) nice let's do it so any others Any Um, others that you wanted to mention before we close out this short little episode? uh, Two things I was going to say. One, I did throw it out there on Twitter before we started, and we got a response from Brendan. I was asking um, what people are watching or reading or whatever to get through the week, and Brendan Agnew, at BLC Agnew, he responded. He said, Hilda on Netflix, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, lots of family animated movies, and I'm thinking we may start Halloween, usually observed on April 30th, season a bit early this year. So. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I know Hallmark just put out a bunch of... The, they're doing... They put out a schedule they're going to do 
a marathon of their Christmas movies. And I've also <laughs> seen neighborhoods that are putting up their Christmas lights. They're like, well, at least we can have something nice to look at, you know? So it's like, you know, we just got to do whatever. I was watching penguins wander around an aquarium, looking at all the fish. I was watching baby eaglets um, in New Jersey. I mean, it's just, yeah, all these fun things that are available. It's really cool, too. There's... Um, the Met Opera has every mm-hmm. night at 7.30, and they leave it available. You can watch it for the next day, too. But they've been streaming an opera every night. Um, all kinds of museums have virtual tours that you can take, and, and it's actually it's pretty interesting. And then the other thing I was going to mention, this isn't a movie, but um, there's a Google Chrome extension you can add called Netflix Party. And my friends and I are going to do it tonight. I haven't done it yet or i mean we're gonna do it tomorrow but i haven't tried this yet so i don't know how well it works but it's so you can all watch something together so we're gonna do that so we're gonna have dinner and a movie from our own homes and have a good time so yeah yeah so actually my friend a couple of friends and i are gonna do that as well we we were talking about it the other day though we haven't quite decided on a movie yet yeah (laughs) yep same but it'll be, it's fun. Like, we're just finding creative ways to get together. And I, I actually, I kind of like it. I'm going to finally start learning the ukulele. I've been wanting to learn that for a while. I'm going to, now's the time. It's happening. So. I mean, yeah, if there's any sign that you're going to start learning the ukulele, this seems to be, this seems to be the time. I'm going to go back to, to doing, um, I was learning Czech and I kind of stopped doing that. Ooh. So I think I'm going to go back to doing that. Uh, because I'm, I'm just, my family is, is actually from Slovakia originally. Um, uh, my mom's side of the family, but they do not have Slovak available on Duolingo. At least they didn't the last time I checked. So I was learning Czech, <laughs> which is a fairly close language. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Uh, I've been cooking. Like, yeah, baking. Cook now, yeah. Baking, so... So, yeah, we're all trying to find ways to cope. And and you know what? And if you really, really want to just have something that's way too on the nose, The Seventh Seal is available on Criterion right now. It is a movie about Max von Sydow playing chess with death during the plague. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there you go. You know, if you're just really feeling dark and that's the way that you comfort yourself, Awesome. Ex- existentially Mark Bergman movie about playing chess with death. <laughs> well, and then there was an earthquake in Utah yesterday and people started panicking. Some of my friends were like, oh my gosh, what's the next sign? And I was like, well, if locusts show up at your house, you can come stay with me. <laughs> I'm pretty positive that there was actually a sweep of like of locusts in Egypt. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh! People, people were posting pictures of a um, a thunderstorm, I think, and and it was there was like a picture of lightning that was striking the top of one of the pyramids, and someone was like, "Great, now we have to worry about mummies." <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man! It's like, all right, well, things things are crazy, but we are also finding ways to get through it, so. Hope everybody is staying safe and healthy and happy and taking care of each other as far as you can. 
And, and of course, please do reach out to us, like talk to us, ask us questions. We are going to be recording fairly regularly. And I think we're also going to be doing some more of these bonus episodes, given that we don't have anything else to do except to learn Czech and the ukulele. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. And, and let us know what you're up to. I mean, we, we heard from Brendan, but there's a lot of a lot of others of you out there. We want to hear from you. So um, tell us what you're doing to stay sane and and uh, what we can do to help you out if we can. Yeah. And so we're we're gonna we're gonna close out this bonus episode, but we hope you guys found found a few films that and TV shows and stuff like that that you know you're gonna enjoy watching. Uh, and we will be back, I think, I believe at the regular time next week. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, as always, you can get in touch with us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Citizen Dame Pod. Uh, we are also still on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Citizen Dame. Uh, give us some support via Patreon. We actually gained a patron, so we're going to be updating the list and, and giving some shout-outs to people. Uh, that's patreon.com slash citizendame if you want to support us and, and listen to episodes and things like that. And let's see what else. So where, where are you, Karen? Uh, I am on Twitter sharing my thoughts about movies and politics, because um, there's a lot to share about that, at Karen M. Peterson. And over on Instagram, I've been um, posting pictures daily of my very cute bunny. <laughs> and that's also at Karen M. Peterson. I, I'm, I'm becoming a great fan of your bunny, I have to say. <laughs> his name is Bruce Wayne. I'm thinking about giving him his own account. <laughs> <laughs> And I am on Twitter and Instagram at Adlage Business, and I've been mostly posting things like the fact that I received the Uncut Gems Blu-ray the other day, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is exactly what I need right now. <laughs> this is perfect film for what is happening. I am not stressed enough. No. Uh, perfect for anxiety. Ex- exactly. <laughs> uh, so I am there at LH Business. Uh, and so we hope that you all are staying safe and healthy and happy and continue to be safe and healthy and happy and listen to guidelines. Don't go out if you don't need to. Don't hang out with people if you don't need to. Um, wash your fucking hands. And let's all be safe and we'll get through this. Talk to you later. Bye. Everything's not awesome. Whoa, I think I finally get Radiohead. Bro, you should check out Elliot Smith. What's the point? There's no hope. Awesomeness was a pipe dream. I, my spirits be at the bottom of the sea. Love's not real. I just wanna eat carbs past the ice cream. I'm not a thing you can just use to fill emotional voids with. Stop, everyone. Okay, just listen. Everything's not awesome But that doesn't mean that it's hopeless and bleak Everything's not awesome